Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Seattle to Unknown. I still want to be a reporter or on NPR. Oh, I'm Melinda, by Breaking the way, too. news. <laughs> uh, and who might you be? Wow, if you were listening, you would have heard that I said that I'm still Melinda. Oh, I didn't hear that part. I was talking over you because I, too, want to work in broadcast journalism. And I'm Sarah. I don't have a great NPR name. I feel like I need a better NPR name. I can't remember what ours were. I can't either. But I also feel like you're mocking me because I do have a degree in broadcast journalism. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just mocking. Now, Mom. I'm just mocking news anchor voices in general. Tonight, what in your refrigerator might be killing you? It's not that, what you expect. Uh... It, that just goes to show how much um, time on news channels I've spent at the beginning of November. No kidding. So I don't think it comes as any surprise to anyone, but we record these like a good chunk of time in advance. So we've just gotten past the election. And so it's just been news overload for several days now. Typically on a normal election day, you know by the end of election day. No, we waited till like what? Saturday? Yeah, it was probably five days. And there's still people who don't believe it's over. Oh, and it's it's not going to be over till Inauguration (laughs) Day either. You know what I mean? Well, it it has to be over by Safe Harbor Day. So they've got a couple weeks, but then they got to lock that shit in. Good job, America. This has been a very, um, very riveting season of the presidential elections. Uh, I wish it would get canceled. Like, this season needs to be over. If it tells you anything, I got my screen time report on my computer the other day and was like, your screen usage is up 175%. Only 175%? Was that it? I took a screen cap because I was like, damn, this is too much. I think it might have even been like, you're up to 11 hours. Like, oh, that's that's not good. That That's brain rot level. Hey, hey, buddy, this isn't healthy. I may be addicted to my phone, but my screen time is actually relatively low. <laughs> Seriously, I think there needs to be, like, the screen time report is great, but there needs to be an option where it's just like, no, bitch, you are do you, done. Do you want us to turn this off automatically for you? Because we're worried. <laughs> Let me see. I have a screen cap. Yeah, it says just 175%. But still, it was it was a lot. I'm like, oh, I, I'm not comfortable with this. So. Yeah. Good old America. I don't like this show. Why do I keep watching it? It's it's a train wreck you can't look away from. Yeah, seriously. Aside from the election, do you have an update for us? Nobody has gone apeshit and rioted. Yet. So, that's pretty cool. This is true. It's been relatively uneventful for something that feels like it should be super eventful. Like, I've just been waiting for the news to break in and say something's going on. No, people are being chill. And it's how it should be. (laughs) Theoretically. Uh, But yeah, what's your update? Okay, so as I've mentioned many a times... I recently got two kittens. 
And both of them are orphan kittens. So neither one was uh, weaned properly from their mother. So they do this thing that orphan kittens, kittens do where they suckle on things. Like they don't really know how to self-soothe in a way that doesn't involve sucking on stuff. And making and, biscuits. And mas- making biscuits. Lots and lots of biscuits. It's normally very cute. But one of them took it a step too far today. Oh. Yes. So today is Moose's birthday. And he and I were just kind of chilling out in bed. He was curled up in his sleep. And one of the kittens started suckling on his bed. It's like Moose's bed just sits next to me on the bed and he sleeps in it. And she was suckling on his bed, which is what she normally does. And then it was like she looked up and the clouds parted and she realized that animal has nipples. Oh, my. (laughs) Poor Moose. Yeah. And he just woke up with this look of sheer terror on his face. Like, this is not how this is supposed to work. Mom, help me. But it just happened so fast. Like, I looked at her and I saw her look up and make a direct eye contact with him. Well, with his nipples. And next thing I know, she's just like latching on to him. Like, oh, poor dog. (laughs) Oh, I felt so bad. But of course, like... She's been looking for her entire life for a set of nipples to suck on. And she found them. Just, it didn't work out how she wanted. Aww. Poor critters. (laughs) Nobody won. No. It was a lose-lose. But I I can't imagine, like, I think Moose has learned a valuable lesson that when someone has their mouth on your nipples you don't pull away too quickly oh no because she's got tefers so yeah that's my update sorry if that was slightly disturbing but i i could not believe it as it was happening i was like oh oh no everybody's a loser in this situation Mm -hmm. especially you who have now had to hear the story Moosey. Moose. Nope, you've embarrassed him. <laughs> so. Oh, but we skipped over cocktails. What's your cocktail? I have kombucha. From Back Brew on the Doctor. booch again. Yeah. It's vanilla blossom. That sounds either really good or super weird. It's good. It's it's like there's hibiscus, cherry, clove. It's nice. It's very um, season appropriate, I guess. Sounds very herbal. Anytime you put clove in something, it tastes like clove. And it's not all bad. (laughs) Fair enough. I do not have a cocktail this week because I just had a weird, crazy day. So, should we dive into this week's topic? Yes. What... Do you get somebody who's been grounded all year for Christmas or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or whatever holiday or anything else that you celebrate in the cold, dreary winter months? Birthdays. Like mine. Everybody gets a quarantine birthday. Don't worry, beginning of the years, you're coming up. Yeah, 
you know, it was funny because my birthday's in February, and this year I was like, suckers, I narrowly missed out on a quarantine birthday, and you you fools all have to have indoor birthdays alone. And then it looks like quarantine's going to go on forever, so I will have one eventually. So that's fun. When everybody's so, looping around on their second turn. Uh-huh. I'm like, yeah. Narrowly missed having a twofer. But yeah, so this year, last year we talked about lots of like travel accessories that would be super useful for people who are traveling a lot. This year we're going to lean a little bit more towards things that, yes, are travel related, but also have everyday application or are things that you can make really easily yourself, but a, a little less on the luggage and packing cubes and whatnot i mean those are all still fine yeah those and you're are very all... optimistic and we like that <laughs> yeah it's just shying away from presents that make you go oh i can't travel and more towards oh i can use this even when i'm not traveling yes i mean a little of column a a little of column b but well duh uh but if you want more so like big ticket items Last year's episode would be more apropos for such things. So feel free to go in the back catalog and find your favorite gem. Exactly. So do you want to start us off or was there something else? Uh, for travel specific things, uh, you can always go the route of a custom luggage tag and or passport cover. We've talked about this in the past, but it's still a good idea and you can use inspiration from one of their places that they've gone to whether it be a photo or whether it be like you know a stock image of like this is what this place is known for it's just a nice like little detail it makes you feel a little extra fancy without they aren't expensive is the thing so it's like this is special and unique and fancy but also not going to break anybody's bank and it also you know it it could potentially be using one of their travel photos that they've taken that's just sat around somewhere in a box on their phone. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, who has boxes of photos anymore besides... Your mother. Grandmothers. Yeah, exactly. Which also goes along of making a, cr- a, a custom travel photo book. A custom travel photo book. Hello, words are hard. Again, it's a good way to organize photos that you've taken, that somebody else has taken... May you all have an Instagram husband like Sarah. (laughs) Yeah, and if you have a Mac, in the Photos app itself, there is built-in book software. You literally just drag your photos into that section of the Photos app, and it produces a book for you. You can rearrange it all and, you know, customize it as you want. But it's super-duper easy, and I feel like that's something that people have forgotten over time. They don't really advertise it anymore. And granted, there's tons and tons of platforms you can use online to do the same thing, but that one's just already on your computer if you have a Mac. And as someone who doesn't necessarily take a whole bunch of pictures themselves, I've gotten prints, copies, and like a nice photo album from people that were the more photography person of the trip, and it's something I've appreciated because it gives me pictures of places that I've been because I just, I'm not inclined to take as many photos necessarily. So yeah, it's something I've appreciated getting as a gift. Good to hear because I'm one of those people who gave you a travel photo book. 
she is <laughs> and it hangs out with the other one too but yeah it's it's just it's kind of cool to have because then you can easily show people or have it out on display as decor in your house and they don't have to know you didn't take them <laughs> <laughs> just kidding i give you guys credit sure i'm not there i'd never know not sarah i take all the credit for those <laughs> except for the pictures that i look really good then i'm like yeah that was her I'd be really impressed if you were taking really nice pictures of yourself. Those... I have a tripod with a clicker. I don't need mm-hmm. you. Yeah. I guess that could be another gift idea. If you don't have a, an Instagram husband, friend, or husband, or partner, whatever. Um, yeah. You could get a tripod thingy with one of those remote clickers. Or the very now. Sarah. I'll rent her out for cheap. Mm, my rates are not that cheap you have to put up with me the rest of the year that's my price oof <laughs> and melinda will vouch for it it is steep oof <laughs> or if they are not necessarily wanting to carry a piece of equipment as large as a tripod there's always a selfie stick which is now dual purpose it keeps you socially distant just wave that thing around and keep people out of your bubble Six feet! Six feet! <laughs> Sarah, we should put together a language book of how to shout six feet in multiple languages. Except in most of the world, they don't use our system, so it would be oh, one and a half no, that's meters. Fine. That's fine. Two meters. Two meters. Make it easy. One and a half. It yeah, is one and a half. It, we're extra safe by half a meter. Which is funny because it's one and a half here. But I am 1.7 meters, and I'm less than six feet tall, which means social distancing in Germany is much smaller than everywhere else. See? Two meters. <laughs> um, another item that you might want to look into is finding Christmas ornaments that are either from or represent places that you've been to before. Um this year is going to be my first year with a Christmas tree because it's the first year since I was uh, 16 that I have not that I'm not going to be going home to see my family. And I was like, what can I do for a Christmas tree that feels very me? Ah, ornaments from places that I've been. So I'm going to have like an international travel Christmas tree. It's a nice souvenir. I know lots of people who when they travel, their souvenir is just to buy a Christmas ornament, which is hard to do when you're traveling in the summer. But it also makes me think that, like, you're in the land of Christmas. Yeah, but there's not going to be really any Christmas markets. I know. That's kind of sad. Like, the first but- year, you're like, yeah, I'm going to do a tree. And, like, I don't know. Germany's, like, Christmas land in December to me. Yeah, there's well, no that's markets. The, the crazy thing. My first thought was, oh, think of all the time I could spend at Christmas markets. I was like, oh, my first christmas in germany in many years and uh, i can't do the christmas market thing so i'm not i'm getting the worst of both worlds i have to stay here but i don't get christmas i see neither my family i have to stay here you chose that life though (laughs) no i mean i can't travel home like i cannot travel home where i'm assuming it's actually slightly warmer in december I think it's going to be pretty much the same. But regardless, like, I would have to take two weeks of quarantine before I leave, when I arrive, and when I come back. Six weeks of just quarantine. 
Yeah, sounds right. Yeah, no thank you. Sounds great. Uh, Another item that you can do is the scratch-off maps. I feel like those have gone bananas, and you can find them basically anywhere. Whether you choose to get one that is of the world or just the U.S., you know, something fun and decorative. You can scratch off all the places that you have been and places, you know, there's places to go to in the future. Yep. And it's wall art. Yeah. Easy decor, especially if you know someone who, like, lives in a dorm and they need an easy decoration that is not like a pink floyd poster or like um behind the bed tapestry because you don't actually have a headboard (laughs) exactly yeah and just a general tip if you are looking to get actual travel related stuff like suitcases or packing cubes that kind of stuff or guidebooks a lot of those companies are struggling a little bit financially at the moment, so they're having pretty massive sales in order to keep things, keep the money flowing in. So if you know the person that you're buying a gift for well enough to know exactly what they want, especially in terms of luggage, where if you buy a person the wrong piece of luggage, it's going to gather dust forever. If you Sarah. know what they want... Uh, sometimes they don't know themselves but Sarah if you know exactly what they want (laughs) now is a good time to take advantage of those sales I know for instance my luggage the current set that I have because I have actually cleared out all of my unused luggage and either thrifted them or um, sold them to coworkers. we don't Uh, we don't have proof of this you guys we're just going off of her lies You've never been in my basement, so, yeah. I have. Well, you haven't been in my basement recently, so there. No. Um, I buy my suitcases from Horizon Studios, and they have been having huge, huge sales. I know that they recently had their smart luggage all on sale for 50% off. And for smart luggage, that's a huge discount. I mean... Like an absolute... An absolute value is always a good deal. Yeah, and it kind of makes me want to kick myself because I bought my luggage already. (laughs) Luckily, I got it off of eBay, so it was cheap anyway. But still, if those are things you're interested in, definitely do some digging because you will find some pretty good deals right now. This is true. This is true. On the alternative, if you're needing more DIY thingies, um, shadow boxes. Get everybody a million shadow boxes and say, hey, put all those um, museum tickets and train tickets and brochures (laughs) that you snagged. Put it in this lovely display box. Yep. I feel like that's something that you have less of as you travel more because I know for my first few solo trips like I brought back every receipt every pamphlet every map every little train ticket that I had and then after like your third or fourth trip you're like oh my god I have to clean out my purse every single day or my brain is going to explode but well that's because if you 
there's only so many train tickets you need to have with you before you get confused. Yeah, exactly. But because you tend to have a lot more of that of your first trips, it's kind of like a nice memento. Like, this is my first big adventure that I had, and here's all of the souvenirs I got from it. And by souvenirs, I mean ticket stubs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But if you did get that oddball little tchotchke and you're not sure what to do with it, it could go into a shadow box. Yeah, like... A random toy from a Kinder Egg that you just can't part with because it was so darn cute. Oh, fun fact: a <laughs> lot of mine, because they snap together, pieces have gotten lost over time. Yeah. Rip Sid the Sloth from um, Ice Age Kinder Egg toy. <laughs> um, yeah. So we have a bunch of DIYs because I think this is a year where a lot of people. They're tightening their belts a little bit. Maybe you work in the gig economy and work is just not rolling in as much or you've been furloughed or for whatever reason, you need to do sort of less expensive gifts. Um, so another thing you can do is you can have a print made from your travel photos. Um, you can have it framed if you're able to spend that extra amount of money but there are tons and tons of companies that will do like printing on metal or printing on wood panels or canvas or like or you can have it sent there's lots of people who will recreate them in actual paint mediums there's just all kinds of things you can do with travel photos if you really want to flex your muscles you could probably figure out how to do a watercolor or do a watercolor that could represent this area that you've been to? Um, I'm going to do that for you this year. I'm going to do a picture representing the Atlantic Ocean, which we have seen by boat. Oh, oh, no, no, no. You can. It you is can do better going than to be that. blue, and that is the limit of my artistic abilities. It's watercolor. It's water. Yeah, but the nice thing about... It's the ocean. (laughs) Watercolor. God. Uh, The nice thing about watercolors is that, like, it's not definite shape so much. I mean, like, yes and no. It's more of a nice blurred effect. So you can find some really simple tutorials on YouTube on how to do watercolors that actually aren't too hard to follow along. I've totally done one. First one ever. It doesn't look too <laughs> shitty. That's, that is the quality blurb writing right there. You should do book reviews or do the blurbs on movie posters. This movie, not too shitty. Yeah, new gig. <laughs> I'd watch it again, but it wasn't great. No, so, I mean... For my birthday this year, my cousin put together a family paint night and we did a rustic doorway. So it's like something you'd find in Italy or something, something travel related, you know, that it could potentially be somewhere I've been before. And it was a lot of fun. The more alcohol and snacks you have, the more fun it gets. And it turns out really good. Watercolors are kind of forgiving. results may vary. (laughs) <laughs> that's very true 
especially dependent on how much alcohol you've consumed while doing this. But it's a really thoughtful gift to give to someone. I might have like a pile of gifts for Sarah when she gets here for <laughs> holidays and birthday. Are they all just going to be paintings of wine windows? No, I should have. Okay, I should have put my wine window in there. I should have made it be a thing. Maybe with more practice, I can make that. I think the first painting Melinda's going to give me is just going to be a painting of a glass of wine. And then we put that in a window and it becomes a wine window. Oh, see, that's more of a still life and that's like <laughs> more exact. I like more abstract. I can do that. I see. I see. All those abstract doors that you've been painting. Yeah. And shrubberies. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. So just in case you want to have art, if you don't want to give them your creation, put together a paint night. That works too. A Thank you, YouTube. Another thing that this is the next two things are things that you can whip up for like a group of friends. You buy all the supplies and then each person gets one of each item, which is really nice and money saving when everybody's getting the exact same thing. Um, and that is either DIY travel sleep kits, like plain amenity kits or DIY first aid emergency kits. So for the sleep kit, you get masks, you get earplugs, maybe like blow up pillows, sleeping pills, maybe not give them sleeping pills because I don't know if they want individual sleeping <laughs> pills pack picked out of a kit. But like if they're... That sounds like you're trying to drug somebody on a Honestly, plane. Honestly, if somebody gave me a box of sleeping pills for Christmas, I'd be like, you know me too well. Um... But, like, sheet masks. <laughs> Chloroform is not a sleeping pill. <laughs> sheet mask, gum, hand lotion, lip balm, just, like, small little things that you might want to have in the seat back of your plane if you're on a long flight. But things that are also nice for, like, college students who have loud roommates or, you know, people who... There's a lot of things that uh, you can equate to being on a plane. Yeah. Just any noisy situation that you want to sleep through. For first aid kits, you could put it like is that an option? Twenty twenty, <laughs> yes, twenty twenty. Um, like I, the earplugs thing. I didn't realize this because I've never had to use them before. But um, my cats are really friggin' loud first thing in the morning, and so I bought myself. 30 sets of earplugs because 30 was cheaper than like three but i realized it was like oh if i wanted to make sleep like kits for travel amenities for my friends i could easily make a whole bunch of them really easily out of just bulk purchased things <laughs> that bulk purchase sleeping pills <laughs> oh you joke but that is the thing I do. Um, but for the first aid kits, I sort of, I don't know if you've ever heard of pinch provisions, but they're little itty bitty zipper pouches that have a whole bunch of things that you might need in a pinch, hence the name. But you could also just as easily put those things in like an Altoid tin. and Unless you can so, find really cute small zipper pouches. Yeah, and that works as well. Just any kind of small container that closes nicely. 
Or if uh, you can but sew, you put in a couple band-aids. Ooh. Again, we are stretching the limits of my creativity. I said if. Now. I didn't say you specifically, but <laughs> if someone is you know, you've got some extra time on your hand and you need yes, a creative outlet, you could probably make your own little zipper pouches. Probably. Uh but like a couple band-aids, some blistered pads, maybe some swabs, alcohol wipes, a hair tie, rubber band, safety pin, needle and thread, like those little sewing kits, like a golf pencil. Just little itty bitty things that could be used in minor emergencies. Emergencies isn't really quite the right word, but you know what I mean. Which, oddly enough, our last adventure, I needed a sewing kit to fix my purse. Yeah. Fortunately, we were staying at a location that could, you know, that offered them for free. So I could repair my stuff, but it's not something you think of when you're packing. Yeah, and it's like a nice thing that you could use for travel, but you could also just shove it in your purse. It's small and like you never know when you're going to need a rubber band or a safety pin because like a button's fallen off and you can't replace it. Yeah, and if you could, if you can find like tiny bottles of like clear nail polish, that can come in yep. handy for more things than just your nails. Well, like a tiny pair of nail clippers. Just saying. Your button's coming off of your shirt. Little yep. clear nail polish. So little things with multiple uses that you can buy a lot of and suddenly you've got gifts for all of your friends. It's not going to be expensive. It's going to be super easy. And it's something they will absolutely use or have reason to use but may have forgotten at home. But that's not your fault. <laughs> Is that the voice of experience? No. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> I like that Sarah put this next one on the list because I feel like this is for me, from her, to me. And I owe you for a vacation when things normalize. Uh, excuse me? You think I'm going to pay for your next vacation? Not all of it, just a portion of it. I think that is a gift from significant others to significant others. Sarah, you're my Instagram husband. Buy me a vacation, damn it. Like I was saying, I am your insignificant other. Therefore, I do not have to pay for your vacation. Not all of it, just a portion. I don't know about that. Anyway. Uh, the next thing on our list is a gift basket of just random treats from a Broad. So maybe if you ha have access to a world market, you could go in and just pull a bunch of little different random things so you can taste the world without actually going somewhere and exposing yourself to disease. Or if there's just, you know, Amazon. <laughs> so somewhere also where you can buy snacks or get crafty and convince a parent that this could be a good gift idea for one of the subscription ones. <laughs> And hope for the best. Like, the snacks will actually be good, because who knows? Yeah, you never know. But I think that's part of the fun of it. Yeah, sometimes, like, the the fun comes from the experience of... Ew, gross, try ...finding this. out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's the food equivalent of, ooh, this smells bad. Here. And it's it's a way to experience things outside of your own backyard without leaving your own backyard. And to mm -hmm. keep you excited and looking forward to traveling when things are normal, more normal. It's never yeah. going to be the same. But 
Um, no. Moving on to travely stuff with everyday use. Ooh, what's the correct pronunciation that you've gotten for this? Huga. I think it's, yeah, Huga or something like that. You know, it's the Danish word for like cozy. Yes. We all know what it is. Huga. We just don't know how to say it. Uh, a cozy <laughs> outfit for winter Huga. I know it's not haggy, so you're welcome. Um, that's also <laughs> just, it's going to be comfy to lounge in at home. It's going to be comfy to lounge in on a long, long flight. Yeah, and what that entails is going to vary from person to person. For some people, that's going to be like athleisure wear. For other people, it's just going to be straight up pajamas or sweats. Know your audience. <laughs> Which, fun fact, after our great Scandinavian adventure... I put together gift baskets with this kind of idea with a card explaining what it was because I think it's smart. It's good self-care too, especially when you don't have daylight. And I kind of did a combination of like a travel sleep kit and like winter cozy kits. And I made it pretty similar, but some things varied. Like I got them a nice scented candle, but it was all to their astrological sign. Interesting. To like, what does your astrological sign like to smell? Oh, I didn't buy mine. I didn't have to make myself a basket. I mean, that's self care right there. <laughs> Forget everybody else. Buy yourself the gift. Well, that's the other thing. You can buy all of this for yourself. Oh, hell yeah. Do it. We highly encourage it. <laughs> self care is important. But no, it's just, it was a good combination of things where it's like, it was easy to put together. I did three of them. Where they had a lot of similarities, but certain things varied, too, based on who they were. And to kind Mm -hmm. of personalize it, I was pretty proud of myself. And going along with that, or maybe part of that, also looking into cozy slippers. I Since doing home office, I've gotten very into wearing my slippers every day. I just want to feel nice and warm and cozy. And slippers are a big part of that. I love the idea of slippers and, like, the soft, fluffy ones, but I'm not a slipper person. I just wander around with cold feet. (laughs) I think it depends. Like, I'm not a slipper person if the slipper doesn't have a back to it, like the slide-on ones. I want, like, not moccasins because You want, like, an actual shoe. Problematic, but, like... You don't want Something a mule, that has a f- you want a shoe. Yeah, exactly. That happens to also be, yeah. I want something that's fuzzy on the inside, but isn't going to I fall mean, off. I love the idea of it. It's just, I, if I get them, I don't ever wear them. It's bad. Or, like, just fuzzy socks. I'm not really big at wearing socks at home, honestly. Like, I love it. I love the idea. I just don't. But buy me all the robes and comfy sweatshirts. It's just an issue of knowing your audience. Is your person a barefoot person? Then maybe no su- no cozy slippers. If they're me, um, I specifically want the ones from L.L. Bean. You'll know them when you see them. <laughs> <laughs> I, moving on, how about masks? Now... When we say mask, it used to mean like a face mask to nourish and help improve your skin. But now that uh, term has gone a whole new meaning and a whole new fashion statement. Apparently Uniqlo is good for them. 
Yes. I have now bought three packs of them. They come in packs of three. But because, you know, you have to wash them so frequently, like that that barely gets me through the week. But I really, really like them. They have like a built-in filtering layer, but they're washable. They're nice and light. They don't like stick to your face when you talk. I love them. I highly recommend them. Um, they're not too terribly expensive either. I think it was 12 euros for three. But if you are feeling a little bit fancier, Sarah just told me that in Germany, there's a jewelry store that are selling masks at a low, low price of 143 US dollars. <laughs> uh, now, they're so ridiculous. Before you get upset about the price, let's talk about these. <laughs> Please don't buy these. They're so stupid looking. But I kind of want one because it's funny. So it's like a round circle of fabric that's apparently silky. These big metal hoops and then ear elastics. Yeah. So picture just your mouth covered in a Well, just your mouth and nose covered by your a mouth disc and nose. of silk. And then your cheeks are almost entirely covered in these gold rings. And off the rings hang the elastic that go over your ears. It looks like... I mean, it's a look. It looks like you're doing ultra luxe Pikachu cosplay. With like the big circles over your cheeks. <laughs> or cockatiel. Whatever you want. Um, It's a look. It's an expensive look. It, it is 100%. It's oh, on. and also off of the gold rings hang a gold chain that you would think would be like a glasses chain so you can hold your your um, mask onto you without putting it in a pocket or resting it on a dirty surface or whatever, except every single model shown has the chain just hanging down in front of them where it serves no purpose. It's fashion, Sarah. Come on. It is so fetch. Oh, I just don't know who this is for. I don't know either, but I love it. It's so terrible. And it says it's washable, <laughs> but silk is... I don't think of silk as a super washable fabric. It's fine. <laughs> I just have questions, and I'm so mad. But also, if, you know, this overly fancy jewelry store made mask isn't for you, get the cheaper ones. Get some sheet masks. I don't know if they really do much for my skin, but it feels good, and I'll keep using them. Yeah, I keep using masks. I probably use maybe like one a month. And then afterwards I go, I don't know why I did that. I don't think it did anything except make me feel calm for like 10 minutes. Yeah, it's just that the cooling from the liquids in the sheet mask, I don't know if it does much specifically, but it just feels good. So, and they're cheap, so I'm fine with it. Yeah, it may be fully placebo effect, but it's a good placebo. And masky, mask me is no joke. I don't know what you just said because you froze. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Getting a little fancy or I guess it could be everyday use. It might be a little odd, but um, those matador pouches, containers, those things are pretty freaking cool. Yeah, so matador makes both like the flat pack liquids containers where it's a super durable nylon material or something with like a squeezy cap on it. But they now also make 
um, sturdy aluminum canisters with a silicone lid so that you could put like pills or odds and ends or little stuff in them. Man, you and your pills this episode. Well, I mean, lots of people travel with various medications that they need. A mountain of sleeping pills? Maybe unique to me, but like vitamins or aspirin or that (laughs) kind of thing. Just little things that you need to keep contained, but won't necessarily go in a liquids container. But this would also be good for creams because you don't necessarily want them in a squeezy thing. You want to be able to, like, stick your finger in it and use however much you need. But Matador makes all kinds of good stuff. So when I saw these on Instagram, I was like, oh, do I need other organization things? Oh, wait, I'm not traveling. No. But also maybe. But, like, how many little things do you maybe have floating around the bottom of your purse that you need to get to more quickly than just rooting around the bottom of your purse? This would be perfect for that. Oh, I've... I've I try and stay organized. Well, this would be one way to do that. But speaking about more small things. <laughs> speaking of more small things, you can always find sampler packs of foreign foods or teas or kittens. Hello, little kitty. Hello. Are you just a little? Oh, yeah. Ma- oh, that's your own foot. I thought you were mauling Sarah. I, you know, you can't tell sometimes. Uh, but yeah, uh, the internet... Any store that you're going to anyways, you can find all sorts of things of like, hey, this is like inspired by or anything. Holiday season, not a big fan of fruitcake. Have you tried panettone? It's a lot better. We work with an agency in Italy who sends us two of them every year for Christmas and not like the small ones, like the big ones. And I don't think we're going to get that this year. Yeah. Nope, because you can't share. But, um, yeah, try try out different foods from different places. Again, it kind of goes with the treat basket or subscription boxes. It's also going to be fun for, you know, if it's for a family. And maybe the kids haven't started getting into travel yet because mm-hmm. they're too young. This could be a good introduction of, hey, did you know these tasty foods come from this place? Okay, because I clearly didn't put enough notes for the canisters in here, I went on to Matador's Instagram and looked up, like, what their case uses are. They suggest turning one of the smaller canisters into a mini first aid kit, so, like, the Altoid tin, but, like, more expensive. Fancier. Um, more durable. Matches for when you're camping, because they're waterproof. Uh tea supplies so maybe your tea bags a little packet of sugar your whatever you mix in creamer whatever they also suggest pills but their pills are antacids um or yes Sarah or for little snacks on your plane ride so they have one of their the flat and wide canisters full of almonds so yeah lots and lots of stuff you could do with it for travel but also just like, I don't know, the change you have in your bag if you don't have a coin purse or whatever. Anything little. But also probably just... But but definitely mm-hmm. the snacks. Yeah. So another multi-purpose COVID-y type thing that you might want to consider is just pocket-sized refillable hand sanitizers. Because 
you're going to need that while traveling, but you're also probably going to need it day to day. Maybe also this is the year that you start making homemade soaps. But I guess I'd go into DIY too. Yeah, but do your research because there's a safe way to make soap and there's a very, very dangerous way to make soap. Choose your own adventure accordingly. Maybe don't mess with the lie if you don't know what you're doing. You're right. (laughs) So something you might want to consider is if you have to have a distant Christmas, maybe you have people in your family who are at risk and quarantine is not an option beforehand, Um, especially if they may be older individuals in your life, uh, buying them a webcam so that they can participate in your Christmas with you without having to be there with you. I know most people have phones with FaceTime or computers with um, webcams built in, but maybe the older people in your life don't have that or they don't have the option of holding a camera up, you know, their phone up for the entirety of a Christmas. So a camera that you can put somewhere on a surface that they don't have to hold would be useful and helps bring them into the holiday that they can't otherwise physically participate in. Yes. Uh, there's been a big boom on online video chatting Mm -hmm. and whatnot, because I think people realize they want a conversation with someone longer than what their arm can (laughs) handle, (laughs) trying to make sure they have a good angle of themselves. Webcams don't have to be something too expensive either. the price on them is significantly lower than it used to be. Mm -hmm. It's not new technology, so it is more affordable Mm now. Or if... If that is outside of your price range, then buy them some sort of means of propping a phone up. Like a little phone stand does not have to be expensive. They're, in fact, very cheap. Like a flight flap? Like a flight flap. You love your flight flap. I use it on my desk all the time. (laughs) It's so good. Like, I don't even change the the fold that it's in because I have it at, like, the perfect angles. (laughs) Back on the topic of cozy stuff getting someone like a nice oversized scarf i mean nice is relative it doesn't have to be i don't know cashmere or whatever but a scarf that is a reasonable size where it can be used day to day when it's cold out but it could also be used on a flight as a blanket is always nice because you blankets are not a given even on international flights these days plus do you really want to use a pre-used blanket Nah, maybe not no Nope. Nope. Or it doesn't, if they're not big on scarves, maybe a nice oversized sweater. But that goes back to the cozy outfit, sort of. But the point is, is something that's oversized, so it feels extra, extra cozy, protective. Yeah, I think that's just what everybody wants this year, is to feel warm, cozy, and safe. Just give the gift of being cozy. But also, it's... (laughs) If you're going for something a little fancy, noise-canceling headphones is also a very nice gift. Yeah. Planes are noisy. People are noisy. Home office is noisy. Yeah. Sometimes you just don't want to hear that and you want to hear your music, your movie, your podcast, Mm -hmm. your favorite travel podcast. Yeah. Especially if you're like someone doing home office in an apartment building. It's really hard to focus when the person two apartments down is drilling into their walls and there's a screaming baby down the hall. And, like, noise-canceling headphones have been an absolute godsend. 
you would think, oh, I'm at home. I don't need to use headphones to make calls, but I have to tune out the dumpsters being picked up and all of that. It's just a whole lot of things that you wouldn't expect you'd want to cancel out. And the price range on them, it could be like an entry level, like maybe something a little cheaper if you're not too sure about it to something more expensive. Just do your research. Not all brands are created equally. And there's some understated brands that work just as well as the name name brands. Yep. And prices on that tech is coming down pretty rapidly. So there's a lot of, oh God, this is going to sound really tech bro-y. There's a lot of brands disrupting that space with lower entry level prices. You don't need the Bose. You don't need the Apple AirPods, unless that's something that you actually want. You can find lots of other yeah, things. And be advised that only the AirPod Pros actually have noise canceling in them. So if that's something you want, you don't get the cheaper set. But another fun and customizable thing that you can use for travel, you can use for every day, is a good old-fashioned water bottle or travel mug. Because nobody's probably drinking as much water as they probably should be. No kidding. Plus, it's just nice to have a warm drink that you don't have to get up and refill. And if you're an essential worker that has to wear a mask the majority of your day, you're probably not drinking as much water as you used to just because you have to fiddle with your mask. But having that water bottle with you still helps you to remind you to drink water on your breaks, when you're going home, when you're back at home, just to make sure that you are drinking water to stay hydrated. Mm -hmm. It makes a difference. And as it gets colder, having an insulated bottle or mug of some sort that keeps your your wintry warm drinks warm is really nice it's always a bummer and hey if that's some uh some hot mold cider or wine in that mug then that's fine too you earned it it's always a bummer when you make yourself a, a warm drink and you're excited and then you sit down to drink it and realize oh i've got to do this this and this and next thing you know you go to pick it up and it's cold like oh but i wanted warm cocoa with marshmallows not cold cocoa with marshmallows that's just chocolate milk oh my (laughs) gosh ew uh speaking about marshmallows i totally found um their chocolate marshmallows with peppermint inside of it Mm, that seems too far no we cracked open the bag and mike put it in cocoa and i'm guessing it was good like they're huge marshmallows and i just ate one and it's like, yeah, if you put this in something and, like, let it get a little melty, that's going to be some good stuff. <laughs> if you say so. You know, it's funny is you can't really get the variety of marshmallows here that you can get at home. All you get are, like, the s'more size marshmallow. And they're always in multiple colors. Like, you never get just white ones for whatever reason. And every single... Oh, is it, like, the weird, like, fruity I ones? I don't think they are, is the thing. But regardless, every single one you find is branded as All-American Marshmallows. Like, some even have Mount Rushmore on them. On the bag, not the marshmallows themselves. Is marshmallows very much an American thing, then? I can't really think of anybody who does, like, marshmallows like we do. I think the UK is more into marshmallows than we are. I think for us, it's, like, cocoa and or s'mores. Whereas they put marshmallow fluff, according to the cooking shows I watch into things more often than we would plus they have it in more candies than we do like 
wagon wheels and I was going to say, I I guess marshmallows aren't, like, too big of an international thing, is it? It's not everywhere. Like, Nutella, I feel like you're going to find more places. Yeah, I guess. I it might just be like an English speaking country thing. Maybe. I don't know. That's kind of weird. They have there's one what was it called? It might be a wagon wheel. British candy you smash on your forehead. I swear I'm going somewhere with this. What? Um okay, so there I can't find the name. British cake? No, biscuit. So there is a British confection. I cannot remember what it's called off the top of my head. Where it's a biscuit in the British sense that has a mound of marshmallow on it. And it's coated in chocolate. And the thing you do with it, the traditional thing you do is that you unwrap it, you smash it on your forehead, and then you eat it. Ha! But now that I talk that out, I realize they have something similar in the rest of Europe. It's called Dickman. So it translates to Fat Man. That is, yeah, where it's a wafer with a mound of marshmallow cream on it covered in chocolate. No, it's not Wagon Wheel, but it looks similar. Um... Treat similar to wagon wheels. God, it's going to drive me insane because I've definitely seen it in multiple videos of people smashing them to their heads. And every time I go, that seems pointless. That seems a little much. (laughs) Um, Uh. British treat you hit against your head. I'm going to have the weirdest Google... Nope, I'm just getting pictures of brain injuries. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Anyways, travel mugs and water bottles are always a great gift. They can be customizable. Mm-hmm. There's a lot you can do with them. And they don't have to be expensive. Um, I, went hope- to, uh, I went to TK Maxx today, and they had, like, chili bottles and swell bottles Ooh. and all kinds of bottles for really, really good prices. It made me mad that I already have all of those things. I mean, I already have water bottles that are perfectly good and very useful, so I don't need to replace them. But I just looked at the price. It was like, oh, I could have paid less. Too bad TK Maxx didn't open in Dusseldorf until this year. But anyways, uh, hopefully this gift guide gives you some inspiration and um, maybe ideas to hint towards people in your life of things that you might want for the holiday season or things you can i found the name even though it's a little bit different of a holiday season the british confection that you hit against your head is called a tea cake it is not tea it is not cake it is marshmallow i'm so proud of myself that i came up with the name do you feel better now i do so if you ever get a tea cake remember you gotta smash it against your forehead or else sarah will haunt you because apparently I'm the ghost of the tea cake factory. Murdered under a yeah, mound of exactly. Malomar. Every holiday has to have a ghost. Come on. <laughs> but anyway, yes. What Melinda was saying. All true. I, I, I second that. Sorry, I was distracted looking up tea cakes. <laughs> I assume you're right. Most of the time. Sometimes. 
Rude. I'm always right. Well, that was the first time you were wrong. You just don't pay attention to me. You just don't pay attention to me. Um, anyways, that concludes this gift guide for 2020. Go forth and gift. Or... And if it's gifting yourself, don't even feel bad. Or I owe you. You survived this year. You deserve a little something extra. Yeah, I think while we did focus on a lot of things about bringing comfort to people in hard times, also remember that, like... It's a tough year. Treat, Treat yourself. yourself but it was also a very tough year financially for many, many, many people. So if treating yourself involves taking the pressure off and just saying, hey, this year I just can't swing it, that is valid and we will understand. Here's 10 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's totally fine. So maybe this year it looks like more things that you've made yourself. And that's totally fine. Handmade gifts are always acceptable. Yep. And if it comes in the form of an IOU. Small gifts are always acceptable. Do what you need to do to get yourself by and don't feel bad if none of the things on this list are feasible for you right now. Because that's going to be the case for a lot of people and you are not alone in that. So let's make it a low-pressure holiday this crazy 2020, and remember, it's an adventure. So stay cozy this winter. Let's all take a page from the Danish book. Yep. They do a lot of things really right. We should all be doing much more to be more Danish. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, okay, bye. Bye. Hi, everybody. Thank you for listening to another episode of Seattle to Unknown. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a rating on whatever platform you are listening to us on. If you're interested in following us, look us up on Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. We're on all three platforms as at C to Unknown. That's S-E-A-T-O Unknown. Or you can jump right onto our website, www.c2unknown.com. I'm on Twitter and Instagram as at S-A-R underscore S, and Melinda is on both as at Hooligan Monster. If you have any travel stories or tips you want to share with us, please reach out to us at our email, which is c2unknown at gmail.com. Thank you, and we hope to see you back here next week. Bye!